All right, this is Randalicious, and welcome to the 75th Hexes Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be discussing the uh, nightmare of Ashihama, uh, bounty hunter worlds being removed, and like the future of PvP, uh, an interview that Mod Matt K had, and uh, some other miscellaneous topics. So this podcast uh, and all future podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, Twitch, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm going to be changing the um, podcast host. Like, not not like me, but like uh, from Podbean to Anchor. Um, so if something isn't appearing initially on um, stuff other than YouTube and Twitch, that'll be why. Or you can just check out our Hexes podcast site whenever you want. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this podcast to be around two hours. Uh, just real quick announcement. Then first is that we've uh, opened up the uh, Discord to the public, um, to where really anyone can join. You have a little bit of restrictions for what it is that you can access in it, but I'll put the link in the Twitch chat there. But um, you know, it's an open invitation for people if they want to join uh, the clan competitions or if they also want to submit topics for the podcast as well. There's a channel in which you can submit that. Uh, we're currently planning on running a 48-hour duo comp. Uh, if you're interested, you know, join it, join in there and talk to Dan uh, with the people that you, with your partner, if you want to sign up for the competition. But you know, a lot of stuff going on in there. Uh, there's some access limited, but you can get some good stuff out of it. But all right, let's uh, get the introductions. I'm Ryan Delicious. I'm a leader of Texas. I'm Abra Bronzer in Texas, and actually playing actively again yay yeah i'm seb i'm a recruit also actively playing i'm a J fry recruit uh new hexus and uh going for 200 mil smithing i'm deco and rank one wills until proven otherwise i'm Luptism. i'm a general on vision all right so let's talk about the uh, most recent update that came and that is the the <clears throat> kind of like the Mauritania expansion with the Nightmare of Ashihama been out uh, for a couple days so far. Um, they had some day one feedback changes. What were some of your thoughts about the boss on release? And do you think that the changes that they made were enough? Give me like your whole review of it so far. Well, it's nice for a change to hear people complaining about how bad the drops are for a boss, rather than complaining for how overpowered the drops are for a boss. Um, you take bosses like Zora and Vorkath, for example, um, and I think that I would have preferred if they were similar to this new boss. I think this new boss is a standard that we should look for bosses, and I don't know if it's too late because of Vorkath and Zora that we already have. But I really like the traditional style of the drops. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, but even being kind of God Wars esque, it's still like super underwhelming. Like at least with God Wars, you would still get a tiny bit of profits. Like I feel like it's just a lot of loss until you eventually get a drop, depending on what the prices actually settle at. Like yeah, right now they're super high, so it's still kind of hype and you'll do it. But like how long is that gonna last? I saw someone made a chart of that, like depending on the drop rates, theoretically, and what prices it would have to settle at to be like 3 million an hour average. It's kind of interesting. 
but it's it's kind of interesting. Like it was it was I guess okay to watch at the beginning, but it's it's just kind of samey. There's like it's the same every time. Kind of I'm not caring about it anymore. And also like how quickly it was cracked. Like I left for work at like five a.m. It came out like a couple hours later or whatever. I got back that afternoon and people already knew everything what to do and people were already soloing it. So I don't know. Mm. How do you think it uh, is for like viewer? Because I know that a lot of people are streaming it. How do you think it is for viewable content? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, be, like, it, it doesn't it doesn't stack up anywhere. Like obviously to Inferno, but even just watching it, I mean, it was kind of interesting to watch at first. But now that I actually know how it goes, like I, I just don't really care to watch it. I and also I have no intention of ever like actually doing it myself. I went there to get the music tracks. I spent more time around just re looking at time to sleep than I did caring about the actual <laughs> dungeon. Like I, I went to see I saw there was a mining sign on in the dungeon. It's just iron and coal. But like the surroundings are cool, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna do the boss. I went for the music tracks and then left and never came back. Do you have all music tracks unlocked? Um I'm still missing the mimic one. I'll get around to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I I did one kill on release, and I, I think it's kind of cool in that it's kind of like corp, you know, where it's not really locked behind any content that's not really available to most players. Like most players can just go there if they wanted to, you know, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, and that I like it is a little easier than maybe some people thought, but it, it is it isn't locked behind any grandmaster quest like a lot of the what some people would consider more difficult bosses, right? But I do think I, I do think that it's interesting that everyone complained about bosses that aren't like God Wars where the the drops are dependent on the uniques like your money, and then they release one like that, and then everyone's upset. Uh, you can't really please everyone, can you? One thing that I really like is, and kind of like always had the opinion of like I think PVMing should be more so focused on like the big drop rather than it being something that is uh, like consistent money per hour, and you know you're 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 chasing that big drop. And what I'm hearing is kind of what the uh, mechanics are like with this the drops, and you know, that that's the kind of PVM that I think uh, is best for RuneScape. Rather than, you know, like say like Zolra, for example, I think is a uh, very poor because like the unique drops from that aren't really even worth much. Um, they don't really have a huge impact. Like it, if, if Zolra didn't drop the uniques, it'd still be a lot of GP an hour. Whereas, you know, like yeah, with like a lot some of the God Wars dungeon stuff, although you do get some profit, you know, if you're not getting the big drop, you're not really getting much. I I think that that's how the PVMing drop table should be, and. I continue to keep doing that. I'm happy. I think the uh, collection log taking 6,000 hours is kind of a bad idea considering a lot of people play this game for completion purposes. But, I mean, the boss itself and its mechanics are cool. It's a copy and paste of an RS3 boss, but it's alright. Yeah, so I feel like I'm just hitting on stuff we've already touched, but I, I like the way that you uh, it's God Wars style mimics where lower dro- uh, basic drops aren't worth a ton. Uh, they could be buffed a little, but I feel like if they do that, they might overdo it. And then you're kind of just trying to get the uh, the big drop. Um, I, I like the uh, the hype that was behind it. 
but uh, like Abra, I think, said, once it uh, basically within five or six hours, people had it figured out. So that was kind of lackluster, but uh, not, no real problems with it right now. Something kind of related, but also unrelated that I thought it was really interesting, but also confusing was the amount of people that were confused about exactly what was like actually coming out that day. Like a lot of people, a surprising amount of people actually thought that it was coming with the quest. Like they've been talking about this stuff in the blogs and Q and A's for a while, and people still didn't know. I don't know how that happened. Not reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, why did they put that boss at fucking Point Nemo, bro? It takes like three minutes to get to that boss. From yeah, the I nearest saw, teleport. I saw a lot of complaining about that on Twitter and stuff. That people wanted a uh, like a, a corp Tele just to get right there in front of it because oh all the running. God. Yeah, yeah. They specifically said, "Guys, we're designing so it's not like that." Vico, I saw you comment something uh, very nice. Um, yeah, shoutbox talking about like walking distances. Can you touch on that again? Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of WoW Classic lately, and uh, I was doing a dungeon with some guys. And we had to wait for someone to catch a boat and then catch uh, a griffin across like half the map. And it took him like 20 minutes. And the, the four of us were just kind of like sat there waiting for this guy, just talking to each other, waiting for him to tra travel across the entire map. And I was just thinking, like, there's no way this would happen in OSRS. Like, we don't even walk further than two minutes usually. That is an interesting thing to think about. What is the place in game that is the furthest from a teleport that takes the longest to get to and how short of a time is that it's got to be that it's got to be sleep or something honestly right? you're probably right uh, the uh, how, how long does it take to run through the monkey madness uh tunnel okay like, i guess to, like get to like crook oh well okay to you get there's well a... no there's just a shortcut to crook after you know if you if you unlock that you just go right from the entrance Right to him, basically. I, I saw a uh, interesting video on YouTube uh, a couple of years ago. Time. It was like, what is the most isolated place in the world? Like, what would take you the longest place to get to in the world? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that. I think it's by like the infographic show. You, uh... Do you remember what the answer is? Uh, I think it's some sort of volcano. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> I, I, I thought it's it was... Desolation Islands, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought I thought it was some islands that you had to like take two flights to, and then like you had to then take a boat for like two days to get to or something. Jesus and I think Christ. there's also like boats that only leave like a couple times a year. And don't people like live there too? Like, isn't the craziest yeah, part yeah, that like, yeah. people actively live? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the the idea behind it was that it needed to be something that was like realistic where people actually live, but. And also just not use like a private plane or something like something that's actually publicly available. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they only take like planes or boats like three times a year, then that kind of changes it. Imagine living in a place that's going to be underwater in like 10 years. Scary. Welcome uh, to Venice. <laughs> yeah, fuck Florida. All right. Moving on to the one of the other updates that came in was the um, wiki integrations. Um, so old school RuneScape. Um, wiki has been integrated with the official client and uh, like on on mobile and on the desktop. Um, so if you guys check that out, what what do you guys so like with that you can look up uh, quest guides, diary guides, and more. What do you guys think about this update? <clears throat> I mean, it's pretty unique. We never had something like this. Um, 
I'm not sure if the OS wiki is fan made. Uh, I don't think the Jagex made it. Yeah, no. In that sense, yes, it is completely fan made. There's a staff yes. that does most of it, but yeah, it's public. It's not. If it's fan made, then it's really impressive that they've integrated it into their own game. They've clearly acknowledged how useful it is, and you know, for a lot of the little noobs out there, they probably don't know um, how best to research things. So that's a pretty useful tool for them. And I keep forgetting that we have it. I keep misclicking on it sometimes. I'm not sure if it's a room light feature. Oh, no, it's actually in the actual game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty useful. I think this is a really good update. Um, and I didn't initially, but the more that I kind of look at it, I think that it's a fantastic update. So for people who have not played, you know, for like the six of us that play RuneScape as much as we do, you know, not as useful, but, you know, for 75, 80% of the game, there's going to be some good use uh, from that. So when I say that, because like I've been uh, like playing a mobile game and, um, you know, like I'm constantly uh, looking up on like the, the wiki for the game on how I can like trying to learn some more about the game how to do stuff and things and constantly use it every single day when i'm playing and for someone that's trying to learn a game you know it's a fantastic resource and for it to be just directly into the into the game it's incredible i i think it's an awesome update that's really underrated that isn't getting as much praise as it does deserve i mean really like we should be praising the uh, you know the staff that run the wiki more so than anything, but for the uh, old school team to acknowledge its uh, incredible it as an incredible resource tool for people, good on them. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think it's definitely nice for new players. It uh, it definitely saves um, a little bit of time just being able to do that nice one click uh, right there on the screen already, not having to open a new tab or anything. Um, I, I wish it was around when I uh, first came back to old school. Um, it would have made life a hell of a lot easier instead of having to uh, <laughs> go go through everything and start, uh, open up a new tab and everything. Um, uh, like you guys have said, uh, it, big, big props to Jagex and the old school team for this one for actually uh, in integrating it right there and um, uh, giving people the props they deserve for the uh, hard work they do. It is a player run, I'm pretty sure, like you guys said, but um, it's uh, it's fairly knowledgeable players and what they're doing and they're not just like letting random stuff get thrown in there so the information there is actually useful for the uh for the newer people playing the game the people that need it well technically they do but they quickly fix it because it doesn't yeah. like require you to have an account or anything but yeah they're they're quite good i mean they're discord as well they're very good people but uh yeah it's it's very nice uh i don't know exactly how much is going to be used in terms of like the button like clicking on it and clicking on another thing because also I feel like that might have to kind of be explained to people. Like I did mention it to someone that uh, just came back to RuneScape like a few weeks ago from not playing since like 05. And it's like I mentioned that and he's like, oh yeah, it is there. And yeah, that's kind of cool. I told him how to use it. So yeah, for if people actually know like about it, how to actually pr properly use it, then yeah, it's a very good tool. But something that's kind of interesting is with... Uh, like, you can even open up a quick guide or guides, like, within the quest journal. But uh, for that, you have to right-click them. And I feel like a lot of new players don't 
really right-click things nearly as much as they should. Like, just watching the person that I was talking about, like, until I kind of mentioned it more, he really wasn't right-clicking things. I don't really see a downside to it at all. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, if this does exist, but I haven't been able to find it. But maybe potentially just having an option to toggle the button on and off. I've definitely accidentally clicked it multiple times. Yeah, that would be <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, but you can toggle off the orbs. Why can't you do that? Yeah, yeah. That's all I really changed about it. I think it's great for new players, especially. Like, just being able to look up stuff. Because this game is very not noob-friendly. Oh, gosh. That's one of my biggest reasons why I don't think I'll ever play RS3 is just because there's way too much content now. It was very hard to try to learn, even for the yeah. limited art that I was trying to do oh, on it. As Ook can speak for, it was... Yeah, you, uh, you cried a lot it was, about doing Divin. Oh, there is, it there was, is a toggle, actually. In oh, is it? Options. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, whoops. All right. You go to display advanced. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have no complaints right. then. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a very rough uh, go-around that's for sure. But all right, so moving on. Uh, next topic we got are these um, auto looting bags and boxes that came out with this update. So uh, to quickly go over it is um, the seed box uh, works on any seeds picked up from the ground. Herb sack works on any grimy herbs picked up from the ground, harvested from herb patches and harvested from herb herbivore. Uh, coal bag works on any coal mined from rocks. Gem bag works on any gems obtained while mining or pickpocketing czar creatures. So, do you like to see these items are auto-looting, or does it ruin the old-school feel? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. In important to know that they do have to be unnoted when you obtain them. But it goes uh, straight in I'm there. Not the biggest fan of this change. Uh, I, I feel like it. It just like I don't know. I, I I can understand if a lot of people think it's a good change, but I, I don't know. It's just like it very much so ruins the old school feel for me. I I think it it's just making things a little easier than they should be. But maybe there's an argument for that should be the way it is. But I'm personally opposed. Um, personally, I, I'm not too bothered by it. I, I don't think much is lost to the old school feel by not having to just click on your sack or whatever. Um, I, I think it's a decent quality of life, um, especially because I pickpocket czars in my, in my uh, downtime. So, but um, I, I don't think a ton is lost by just not having to click on the uh, the sack or the box or whatever. Uh, I think the way the game is currently, it's pretty difficult to make an argument for the old school feel that's fair uh, yeah you know the two main ones there for me the gem bag and the hib sack uh i am a hibbable beta myself or gamma <laughs> even and yeah i'm using the gem bag at the moment for the stars so it's insanely uh nice for me pretty comfy how long does it take for you to fill up uh the bag I want to say about 30 minutes. Yeah, 30, oh. 35 or so. Pretty good. I've got another 100 mil left to my hunter, so I'm pretty happy that I have that left to make use of the hoop sack. I don't, I don't have a big problem with this. Um, it doesn't really bother me, but I think that it should, there should be some, like, maybe, like, you have to imbue the box, the sack, or the bags 
you know, to where it can have this feature rather than, you know, come out with, there you go. uh, That's a reward item from the uh, mini game reward shop that, uh, you know, (laughs) we're we're constantly being told that they're looking for uh, things uh, for rewards for that. I don't know. That could be something. We are not constantly being told. They have not mentioned it in years. (laughs) (laughs) They, They could, but... I don't know. I think that they they could have done something to where like you have to do something to get that uh, that boost from it from these uh you know bags boxes and sacks rather than just oh here's just a buff to it as it is that'd be my only thing that I'd like to see is just a slight in uh, slight requirement for getting it. Hmm. I think the ruining the old school feel argument is just something people say when they don't like something but can't think of like an actual reason there's like nothing wrong with it's like these items have like almost no use and you actually have to spend time or something getting these items you don't just get them for free it's nice to see them have an actual use yeah i'm I'm also kind of with you friday go i i don't really have any problem like it would only really be a problem if it <clears throat> if you could just like send stuff straight to your bank and never have to go there. Like I know there's some stuff like that in RS3. That would be a problem. But I don't even at this point play for any sort of old school feel, so I can't even comment on that at all. But yeah, no, I, I think they're fine. I guess I guess my argument too is a little bit of pent up angst over having done a lot of content with these items. Hmm. Um, and then these changes being added, but that's just a personal thing as well. Right. All right. So the bounty hunter worlds um, are now closed until further further notice. Um, with that, they said that uh, the the official statement hmm. was that bounty hunters' design unfortunately leaves it prey to. Uh, gold farmers who abuse its mechanics to generate GP in excess of the amounts available via legitimate method. So, were you a fan of Bounty Hunter? And what do you think about Bounty Hunter worlds being closed down and that being the reason given? I never interacted with it, but I also didn't really care for it just existing in general or even watching in terms of content. Because like there really wasn't that, that much going for it. Like the tax system was pretty bad, and I don't know. But uh, it's it's just interesting to me that it took as long as it did for them to like realize it and take it out. Like I would not be surprised at all if Torvesa did not make that video that it did not get removed for months. Because people were abusing it for so long. Yeah, he was it's... definitely the driving force. Yeah. For for people who wouldn't be as familiar with that video, can you uh, give the listeners just a quick summary of what that would have contained? Right. So just like in Bounty Hunter 1, but I think this one might have been even worse, uh, people emblem farming and, you know, you, you didn't even require very much effort on an account. You pretty much just needed like 48 hours playtime and some rudimentary like 50 combat and whatever. And uh, yeah, you could just have like multiple accounts running at once and just cycle through get tons of points, spend that, get, like, millions of gold per hour, like, pretty much raw gold, almost. Um, yeah, very, very, very low efforts, and, yeah, so he released that, and, like, literally the next day, 
the wilderness was jam-packed with people just abusing that, just getting all that money. And then, like, I don't remember how long after it was, like, maybe that following week it was taken out. Okay. Pretty good summary. But I think that it's very unfortunate that uh, Bounty Hunter had to be removed. Uh, I think that, you know, not being abused, I think that it's a pretty good system to have in place, you know, other than... I know that there's a lot of different ways for PVMers to, I'm, I'm sorry, PVPers to, uh, you know, play against each other and shit. But I, I like the idea of the bounty hunter and you know, the high scores that they had for it as well. Cool. But I, I, I was a fan of the system. I don't, I'm not creative enough to come up with an idea of how they could potentially fix it from having that issue. But I like the, the premise of bounty hunter. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely unfortunate. Uh, I never PK, don't plan on it, but um, people that did PK, uh, singles people seem to enjoy it. Um, I think that uh, it's really unfortunate because people were super hyped for the Bounty Hunter 2 update, and then it came out and was quickly revealed that you could make millions per hour by uh, <laughs> by just abusing the system they implemented. So um, I, I think it's, it, makes, I'm ha it makes sense they removed it. Um, I'm happy that there's not that much gold coming into the game or them being traded out of it. Um, maybe maybe um, implementing the original version again, if they still have that uh, save file or code somewhere, um, would be a decent. But um, it, it, definitely just uh, unfortunate circumstances for PKRs. Yeah, it's... I mean, there's really no other word to describe it than unfortunate. I echo the... Yeah. Echo what you guys have all said. I've never really been much of a PKer, but it's, I feel like the the PK community is kind of polarized. Like you either love PKing or you hate the PKers, you know. And I I feel like this just makes that separation even worse. Uh, I've never been a PKer, but it seems pretty clear that the PKers need an incentive to kill each other. Apparently, uh, they're not used happy. To. Yeah, they're not happy to just go into the wilderness and kill each other, which they can do on any world. Uh, or they could be a designated world for that. They clearly aren't happy to do that, so they need an incentive. Um, seems like Jagex just need to listen to them and come up with a solution, some sort of tournament or something where you know people could pay an entrance, entrance fee and you get prized then for how good you are at PKN. Sounds a little bit like Last Man Standing. Yeah, if they had like tiered rewards for LMS. Yeah. Well, they. Actually, I don't they, even know how came, it works anymore. <laughs> they came out with a high. St I didn't even put it in as a discussion topic because I saw it as being too insignificant to discuss. But there's uh, like a 50k uh, high stakes buy-in for. I think they um, raised it. Last Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 like that's the high stakes is a 50k. Oh yeah, no, I mean it, it started out. I think they might have raised it to like 100k. Well. Even, I remember they even, did one mil once. That was hype. Well, yeah, that was That's like nice. for a weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It uh, yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. I don't know. I I like the uh, bounty hunter system. You know, like I have a like a max peer that I made back in uh, like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen, and uh, really just only log into it now to make sure I'm not hacked. But you know, like it's there one day in case I do want to go PKing and you know. The uh, 
my options are starting to run out for that. I would just, <laughs> I'd probably just find myself like killing uh like bots at green drags then. And I feel like it would have been fine if they didn't just give so much of a boost from. Um, honestly, it's I really don't like the idea of like killing people like within that that little square. Like I think that zone, yeah. yeah, I think the hotspot was the biggest issue. Honestly, like you wouldn't have gotten enough points to make it heavily abusable if that didn't exist. And even just like the fact that that's a thing, like they're just random spots. Like that's not where people naturally are. You're just forcing people to go into a, a specific spot to kill each other. When I mean, they're just so used to Edgeville. Like why? I think this is like one of the most sloppiest like mismanagements of a situation Jagex has like ever done. Because instead of doing something like disabling the reward shop or hotspots temporarily while they figure something out, they just like smack their hands on the keyboard and said, oh, it's all gone now. Now you can't do it at all. And there's plenty of people that play this game and just do Bounty Hunter. So now they just have nothing to do in the game. This was really stupid how they took this approach to it and shows how incompetent they are to come up with actual solutions. I actually don't think it's that bad because... When it's being so heavily abused, you kind of do have to just block it off until you can actually come up with a solution. More coming in a few minutes. Uh, I mean, that was part of the issue, wasn't it? So, like, people would have already had tons of points stocked up. So, yeah, I guess it would slow down. But, again... Completely stop it if you can use the rewards. Yeah, well, more coming in a minute. (laughs) Yeah, so with that, the Bounty Hunter is being planned for re-release in a couple months with a couple of changes to be made to it to be improved. Now, unsure what those um, changes would possibly be, but what what do you think about, like, how would you fix it? And, like, how would you feel if you were a PvPer and then just all of a sudden it's taken away? How would I feel if I was a PvP or nothing? Because I would have already quit and started playing a different game already. Jagex has no idea how to manage PvP, and they clearly don't care. So why would you keep playing if you're a PvP or? Hmm. Yeah. Um. I want to say cautiously optimistic for it if you were a PvP or, but at this point, like they've been let down and like false promised so many times. I I don't know how they how you keep going and keep hoping for the best. Well, like being a Vikings fan, I keep going and keep hoping for the best. You know, <laughs> eventually, eventually the Vikings are gonna, you know, eventually the Vikings are gonna win. I gotta keep hope that it's gonna happen. Um, just gotta hope that no games right on a kicker. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see that they at least have a point. I I know you know that it may have been uh, you know pretty aggressive, uh, completely taking it down. But I like that they at least have acknowledged that they they are planning on re-releasing it uh, in a couple months. Uh, I'm curious to see what changes they would make to it to where they think that it's alright to be re-released. Then, um, you know, I I'd be very disappointed as a PvPer, especially since there's uh, been a lack of uh, competitive, uh, you know, PvP stuff. More on that next topic uh, that have come out in the last year, mm-hmm. and I don't. Know, it it would be very disappointing. It would be hard to. I I think it would be hard to uh, stay optimistic um, with it, I, and you know I. 
I'd be willing to bet that the overwhelming majority of PvPers uh, <clears throat> who did Bounty Hunter weren't abusing these bugs and, you know, were just happily playing the game, having a fun time or a, or a bad time, depending on how, you know, how the RNG specs go for them. But, yeah, I don't know. I it, It's unfortunate, but at least that there's somewhat of a there appears to be a plan for how to handle it moving forward. It wasn't even abusing bugs, it was just the system wasn't good. Yeah, that's like my main point too, is I, f I feel like, and, and a lot of changes have been this way, where it seems like they maybe rush to get content out and don't necessarily test it in the ways they should be testing it, right? Like, they'll test it for bugs, obviously, and even then sometimes that fails. But, like, I, I feel like if you implement such a system that can be abused so easily and and, and, and create such an influx of that, that should have been a consideration before the patch even hit. And then I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if they completely forgot that they turn off the worlds in the first place. Like, <laughs> like the, I don't know. I, it's, and maybe I'm a little biased um, working in, in a field where I do development, but like QA is like one of the most important things to do. And I feel like this should have been considered before the changes were even made. I really want to mention something, but I'm pretty sure it happens later. So that's just going to be annoying until then. On the but, next um, question, perhaps, or what? Uh, no, it, it, it'd be later. It's one of the the um, the interviews. Ah, okay. Is yeah. it uh, Matt K or Reach? Reach. Okay, go ahead and talk about that. We're going to um, plan on talking about the Matt K uh, interview right. this podcast. We'll be talking about the uh, Reach interview on podcast 76 don't want to uh you know want, want to highlight each of them on their own right. separate basis so go ahead touch on whatever it is on reach all right so it's not like it's an extensive thing because like i i haven't I, I watched them both like one one day one the next day but this was like over a week ago they're both very good but um specifically i just want to think about reach because that was one of the big things that he was for was you know finding things like how can this be abused i feel like he would have been very good at preventing this whole shit show of bounty honor like if he was there to think of and actually test ways that people can abuse it then it wouldn't have gotten so bad they would have have to been just taken out That's in the first point. place but um actually on the topic I i'm kind of with randy here like cautiously optimistic and the the only reason i even can say cautiously optimistic is just because of the amount of time that it's, you know, being taken out of and hopefully actually being worked on, you know, like two months. It's coming back sometime in March, I think. Oh, they gave a... Uh... Yeah, I don't remember the exact day, but I think they said sometime in like March, Allegedly. like late March or something. <laughs> well, yeah, tentatively. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, I don't know. I, was... I, I they, They've been working on like figuring out like exactly the, the history of or not history, but like exactly how the the role of PvP in general, and I just don't think they have any sort of clue. So until they kind of come to whatever conclusions from that, I I don't think any amount of time in the meantime will be good for any sort of long term solution. Like yeah, they can maybe prune up Bounty Hunter a little bit, but in the grand scheme of things, how much does that even matter? If Bounty Hunter is a little bit better in its backing game, if it doesn't address the bigger issues, yeah, 
Deep. Can I cut in here real quick? Yeah. Um, yeah Nico, did you say you were a rank one Welsh in the introductions? Until proven otherwise. Well, there's a player named DKHO, or his current name is Chong King on his Iron Man, who has 700 more main EHP than you. And he is, is he Welsh? Yes. Goddamn. How do you know? Because <laughs> he's Welsh. I'll message him. He's in the uh, Twitch chat. His, his even, name has yeah. Welsh in it! <laughs> well, he yeah, but how do you know? He is Welsh. It's in the. <laughs> he has it in Are his username. Well. <laughs> He's gonna need to see your birth certificate. All right, he, you, you've now been, uh, you've now been uh, proven I'm wrong. Officially ranked two wheels. <laughs> this just what a what a quick descent that was. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, Mod Rogue, who is the head of esports for Jagex, released a statement in regards to PvP and she stated that due to some extra work needed on our side, we'll be delaying the esports and competitive gaming update until further notice. We thank you for your continued patience and look to share informa information with you as soon as possible. So are you concerned about the above statement? And what do you think about the um, competitive situation as a whole, like in regards to like Dead Man and everything like that? More so, focus on the events, not the individuals. So I won't say anything about Rogue, but if you guys are not on Twitter, uh, you might want to give Mod Rogue a follow. <laughs> uh, as for the statement, very very disappointing. Uh, it's pretty apparent to the entire community what needs to be done. Uh, we all want Deadman mod back. Uh, and when Deadman mod was out, when Deadman mod was a thing, I think it was way too frequent. And there was, I think it was the peak of what esports is ever going to be in OSRS. But it was still um, not very much anticipated because of how frequent the tournaments were. So I think there needs to be a bigger gap between each tournament um, just to generate a bit more hype and to give the people who played in the previous season some rest. Um, and on, on the topic of seasonal things, I think that could also be implemented in PvP. I think a Bounty Hunter could be seasonal, which might uh, spike uh, PK numbers a bit more. So would you have like one uh one season dead man one season bounty hunter or what uh yeah that'd be i think that'd be really good to be quite fresh i think for the pks because it's predominantly pks that do either so i think rotating the two would be a nice fresh uh outlook for the guys yeah um really like you said disappointed with the statement um just uh continuously prom they seem to the team itself seems to be continuously promising things uh in the near future and then as as uh, has happened in the past failing to meet those deadlines and postponing it and saying they'll give statements later on um uh i the 
your uh, Dika, your idea of um, maybe not as frequent, uh, maybe alternating, like you said, between uh, Dead Man and Bounty Hunters is a cool idea. Um, even if not that, maybe like uh, two times a year um, tournaments instead of the instead of the seasonal we have. Uh, the seasonal that they had was that uh, was it four Dead Man tournaments a year? Like was correct? It, it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was four. Okay. I don't remember how long the uh, the periods where there was literally nothing going on was. So it was at least a month. Yeah, but um, I I definitely think I don't know how they go forward trying to top or or reach the level that Dead Man had. I think it was definitely the uh the the, the pro- at least that I from what I can see um the best option for esports in uh in RuneScape or old school and. Uh, with them getting rid of it is, I think, definitely detrimental to uh, the, the, the company itself. Uh, I say, I'm just gonna say her, but I mean, like, all they have to do is announce a dead man mode, and literally everything is better. I think you guys might be underestimating how much people looked forward to dead man mode in the PvP community. It was always looked forward to and anticipated every time. And it's literally all they have to do. And I don't know, I guess I don't think they're too stupid to realize that's what people want. Maybe there's something else that uh, maybe prize money situation or something. But I feel like they could announce it with no prize money and people would still be just as hyped. Because I don't think the clans really played it for the prize money. You know, splitting 10k through 200 people really isn't the reason you're playing it. Oh, that's literally all they have to do, and everything would be fine. Yeah, do it for bragging rights. Yeah. Abra? Oh, I thought, I don't even remember if you said anything. Um, I, I was thinking of something, but I already kind of forgot it. But I, I do like that idea of kind of alternating. But, uh, yeah, honestly, Sing... <laughs> Seeing that that tweets, I didn't know if it was the real account or the parody one. So that was that was interesting. But also, just kind of similarly, it's like, all right, we're not working, uh, we we're not actively working on anything right now. So kind of stay tuned. Like, I didn't even remember that anything was even being worked on in the first place. So I I, I guess I'm not that disappointed. But um, I, I guess it's at least slightly positive that people can kind of like stop giving her so much shit and you know kind of take a step back and at least appreciate the transparency so you know at least that's appreciated yeah i uh i don't know as as an avid player of other games that have big esports scenes like i i play a lot of dota 2 right and that they have a huge esports scene there i i feel like jagax might be overshooting what they're trying to go for with this whole esports reorg right like there's the there there's only so much that they can do like they will never be able to runescape no like they'll never be able to reach the levels that these other games have reached strictly off of like player base even and and to me a a big thing that just kind of and i I don't know the fix to this either is like all of these esports around like calling it esports it's all pvp related in runescape right and there's so much more to runescape than pvp but I, i i have no idea how you would change anything else into esports for runescape but like when they're trying to make this big event and draw people in and it's such a small portion of what the game actually is 
I don't know. I feel I just feel like they're really overshooting with all of this, but I, I, I hope that it works out for them. Like, I hope for the best. I hope they figure it out and get what people want. But I, I feel like they're just like they tried to overshoot. and Now they don't know what to do. You know, I feel like what's keeping them back is because it is always just combat. And just because how RuneScape is, it's, it's a lot of RNG. Like, obviously, yeah, there's reaction times and you can kind of outplay and get yourself in favorable odds, but in the end, you can always just whiff a zero. So, I, I don't know how exactly that'll fit into like being a proper, you know, reliable esports. Maybe I would have to spend some time. I could probably come up with something, but just right now, yeah, it's kind of hard to to work within the systems that we have. I think that it's a pretty concerning statement because. I think it would be very easy to just relaunch Deadman. I don't think that people really realize how instrumental Deadman is towards the growth of old school RuneScape. I would say probably out of like any single specific thing, like Deadman is probably the single most responsible for increasing the player base over the years because of how each and every stream of it gets uh, like 50k plus viewers. And with, I, I know that there were some hiccups on the first couple, but um, after that, the they were ran so well. Um, I think the commentating on Dead Man was really good. And as it continued to progress, you know, as they like they're showing like heat maps of uh, where people were, and mm-hmm. like there's a lot of really good progress that they made, and. You know, as like I competed in the Dead Man uh, one time. Uh, I think it was uh, the uh, w- yeah yeah winter uh, twenty seventeen. We 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 won uh, as well, and <laughs> uh, you know my my contributions to the uh, team were uh, to do agility and get the marks to grace for stamina <laughs> potions, <laughs> so the actual PKers could do the hardcore PVP or whatever. So that I hunted chins with someone else. I don't remember who. So Leader of Hexus, winner of Dead Man Mo. Yeah. <laughs> First raid. You know, they, they uh you know they needed to complete those quests as fast as possible, so they need some stamina from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Had to be done, you know. Uh some people got to do the dirty work, you know. There's offensive linemen uh play football too. So yeah. Support our troops. Yeah. Who the left tackle, the Blazers. Kickers <laughs> and punters don't, and you are definitely more comparable to a kicker or a punter. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't even give it that. I would maybe go with a long snapper. I'd probably say water boy. Yeah, I was going to say water boy. <laughs> At least a long snapper gets in there, gets in the trenches a little. You can't touch him. <laughs> gets their hands yeah. dirty. You know? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think that it would be really great if they just came back out with Dead Man and started going, uh, building off of what they already had, because I thought that what they had, although I, I admittedly I gave it a lot of uh, poor criticism uh, many years ago when it first started, I think that it evolved to being something much more than what it initially was, and I thought it was fantastic viewing, fantastic uh, experience playing it. The like only thing that I would want to be improved on Dead Man was is that like the final or like the actual week of the tournament wasn't you know who can play as much as humanly possible to get their stats up to a certain point to just have that little bit of an advantage. Like you play 110 hours in the week, 
to have an advantage, uh, a slight advantage over someone that maybe only played 60 hours. I say only. Um, so like there, that I think was kind of unhealthy and that would kind of be the only thing that I would tweak is to make it somehow able to where, you know, the weak buildup wasn't so heavily focused on just raw play time. Um, but how'd you do that though? I isn't, isn't RuneScape raw play time in, in essence. It is, yeah. but I think that if you're building something that's more so competitive, uh, that you know, kind of at the end highlights player versus player skill. I think they kind of have done that though with the combat XP caps per day that they yeah. had in the last few Dead Man's. I believe they have done. That. I mean, the first Dead Man was awful, but they, I think they made some changes to address it. But like, I see your point, Randy. But like, I don't know how they fix that. You know? Yeah. I I, I really like with. Uh, they continue to improve upon, and you know they did each and every dead man. They continue to improve upon where it was the previous tournament before, and probably was the most uh, most influential um, thing for attracting new players to the game over the over these years. It's unfortunate that uh, you know we don't get it. I don't know if you could do it with Dead Man just because of the the scale of like how many people are involved, like you know, two thousand people max. But something I would really like is, and I don't remember one of the people in an interview might have touched on it, but um, like do more sort of invitational stuff, like locally hosted tournaments, because that would also kind of eliminate the whole issue of like people DDoSing each other. I've seen a couple of those. Uh... Like on Twitch, like a a one bill uh, prize or something like that. Anyone have any more they wanted to add in with the um, <coughs> bounty hunter, dead man, PvP? Well, I'd love to watch some dead man mode right now. <laughs> just uh, just stay tuned, y'all. All right, yeah. let's talk about um. Full 69 nice, nice. game improvements. <laughs> um, one of those was the Phoenix pet. Uh, can be recolored. Can be green, orange, blue, white, purple. So of those, uh, you know, which recolor is your favorite? And then building upon that, are you a fan of pet color redesigns? So similarly to the Phoenix and also like the runecrafting pet, do you like the uh, and also I guess the Chinchampa and I'm not sure what other ones are uh, able to be like recolored specifically, but break it down for me. What do you think? All right, so the Phoenix itself, in terms of I looked at the Firelighter prices, it seems the community favorite is purple. Really? Um, I think yeah, I think they're like two fifty. The others are closer to like a little under a hundred and stuff like that. And they're they're all going down right now because they're still being sold off because people merch them hard. But um, my personal favorites for the aesthetic are green, which is you know a little bit like Jungle Demon, but uh, the top favorite one uh, would be the white one because it's kind of like snowy and I don't know, monochromatic. It's nice, but then just. <clears throat> Recolored pets in general, I feel like are much more isolated, so it's more acceptable. I I really like uh, pet recolors. I was actually a little disappointed that uh, Prif, um, 
didn't get its own unique color. Like it doesn't have to be like different stats or anything, just like cosmetically different. It would have been so nice to be like a crystal chinchapa, like kind of bluish colored. That that would have been nice. But uh, yeah, recolors are cool as long as it's not just like you can choose like from a hex wheel of every possible color, and it's not like neon colors. Like it would be way worse with armor, but pets are far fewer, so it's it's all good with me. I think pet recolors and customization and all types of uh, personal character customization are great, but I don't recognize the Phoenix pet as a real pet. Um, I think it's cool. Like Pets are purely cosmetic, right? And so adding other ways to make them differently cosmetic, I think is cool, right? Um, also, I also like when they do things that make somewhat obsolete items or obscure items more like have other values so long as it's like, like a balanced value right like i think this is one of those instances where like who used fire lighters like for anything ever right like some people would just to screw around like socially but they they don't have a use in the game and now they have another use that is actually like pretty cool so yeah. i like that and the i, biggest, I don't know, the purple school the biggest issue with fire lighters was you could only use them on regular logs like if you could use them with redwoods no doubt they would be worth a lot more than they were. Uh, yeah. Um, don't. I'm, I'm not too bothered by the recolors. Um, I think it's like you said, it's cool to be able to uh, it, do use your own creativity to an extent. Uh, it gives cool use to a very un, unused item. Um, I think the recolors we have so far uh, make sense with uh, runecrafting being the altars. Uh, this one, the Phoenix being the fire lighters, and um, Chinchamba being the different variations. And Golems so, being the ores. Golem, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Golems being the ores, thank you. So as long as it sticks with that uh, that type of um, flow of being used on, or items being used on them for uh, things they come from, I'm okay with it. Um, Personally, my phoenix lives in my house, so I don't see him much. So I, I don't. He stays the same color, but I am. I find it odd that the ever you said the purple is the uh, most the favorite. The, favorite the most expensive. Yeah, <sighs> I don't like that because uh, if, if some will recall, back when we got to vote on the Halloween skins, the purple skin was the least voted for back in like 2016 or 2017, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. And they came out with like the zombie blue when we already had like a dark blue color and a green. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so- it's Finland blue. You thought purple was going to beat Finland blue. <laughs> you were sadly mistaken. Zombie, zombie blue versus putrid purple. Finland and- blue versus putrid purple. And uh, so I, so I, so even that, so okay, if that's the case, and I still find it odd, you know, like purple's getting all this love with this phoenix pet here. The the purple one looks terrifying. Like, imagine <laughs> like, you know, you're you're like that flying down at you. That that would be scary. Uh, I still think that the the default color of it is the you know with the orange is the best looking one, and. Uh, I think the one that I think I like least is probably the green one. Um, I think the pet color redesigns are okay. Nothing really wrong with it. But I don't know. Like, what other pets could they do this for? And it makes some kind of sense. Speaking of purple, though, I miss Mutt Ghost. 
big reveal. Rest in peace, the legend. I mean, he's not dead. He's just not working there. <laughs> Thank you for, Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing you just want the purple skin to dress up like the Vikings, Rand. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me a uh, world... You you can usually find me world three forty six at the pond or on the roofs running around with full purple skin. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't like the the green no uh, color because of the Packers. <laughs> uh no, not that's not necessarily the reason why. I I just don't like uh, the color. I mean, it might look better like I'm always wearing like the uh, angler outfit. That green might uh, be a good you know fit. Just be like rocking all green setup. It might look good. You look like Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Get out of me, Swamp. Donkey. Donkey. Well, I have the the Phoenix, and uh, oh, I had the Phoenix. I read this question, and I got all excited and looked at my purple Phoenix and realized that I had died and lost it. R.I.P. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have to get that back. Uh, but yeah, I had the purple phoenix out. Um, I think my favorite is probably the green, though. Um, probably. Well, I, I never had the phoenix out before that. I camped for the pet, got it, and then the state of my bank. But I don't know. Just the recolor just feels new and fresh. So. Wait, did you insure it or? Yeah, yeah, it's insured. Okay, I was gonna say you fool. Look. <laughs> Um, oh, I guess another one. Oh, uh, sorry, you can go. Oh, I I would have liked to see like a black one or something. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, black fire lotus would be cool. Although that would have to be something that would come out now because they wouldn't have done it before. Because like a black fire, you wouldn't be able to see very well. Yeah. But um, no, I was gonna say just other things like besides just recolors are like transmogs. There's a couple with like the Calphite Queen Corp, uh, the Metamorphic Dust for the Omelet. Those ones are nice. So again, as, as long as they're yeah thematic, then yeah, it's all good. All right, so I'm sure everyone here that has uh, logged into RuneScape in the last month has seen this. Is that there is a uh-huh. there is a new login screen uh, that has information on what is currently going on in the game included on it. It takes up like sixty percent of the login screen. Uh, thankfully there is a switch to be able to go back to switch to the classic mode, which I'm sure the majority of this, uh, uh, the audience and, uh, people on the podcast have done, but do you like this update? Which style do you prefer? Kind of uh, give me your, and also give me your first thought when you, uh, logged in and saw it real quick. Would you believe I didn't know there was a switch back until I read this question? <laughs> me too was that um, uh some positive news for you i was very delighted <laughs> all right so yeah it was kind of an eyesore it's real big and also just for most people at least if you keep up at all with what's going on in the game you will instantly turn it off like oh the nightmare is coming out soon yeah i've known that since runefest but uh Yes, pretty much just, you see it once, and then you just turn it off afterwards. I don't think anyone would ever just keep it on. You would just, like, check was, it. Maybe, was it pulled? Maybe, like, uh, no. No, but it's no. not, like, in-game, so it doesn't really matter. In terms of this aspect, more to come. But, um, yeah, pretty much, I don't see why anyone else would, you know, 
you can maybe just like check it every week um, with the updates to see if there's anything new there, and then you just instantly turn it back off. The only people that it would actually be properly useful for is people that haven't played in like several, several months, and they have no idea what's going on. And then again, they would just see it and then turn it off immediately. So, I don't know. It's... I, I don't like it. Um, I, uh, I, I, I agree with Abra on these points. I'm, I'm glad that they had an option. So I would have been much more upset if that wasn't an option, but I don't think they would have done that in the first place. Um, I think maybe it might be slightly good in terms of noob friendliness, you know? I, and I'm saying this because I, I, I have a couple friends who have recently started playing, and, and I do think that making moves to make the game a little better for new players is a really good idea. Um, but, Overall, I mean, I just switched back to the other version and forgot about it, honestly. I feel like they should have made the toggle a little more noticeable. It was just a little bit of text in the upper left corner. Like, I understand why whoever it was, I understand why whoever it was didn't see it, because it's, if you're not really looking for it, you, you just kind of think to, like, accept it. Like, this is how it's going to be from now on every time I log in. Yeah, I just want to go on ASAP, so I click through it. Yeah. <laughs> um my first reaction when um I was pretty surprised when I saw it. Uh but I initially saw the switch style, so um you know, I I don't mind. I I like that it's something that they did do to allow for newer players. So I th- I think that the overwhelming majority of players don't read the uh like uh, the news posts on the website. They don't read what, like, I, I think that. No, I know you don't. <laughs> the, the majority of people don't know what's going on. So giving people a uh, little bit more of, uh, hey, here's what's going on I, um, with the game, I think is a good idea. Another way of being able to reach out to people to inform the player base of what's going on. You know, I hope that they then. You know, for future update, like when polls come out, I hope that they include in that, like, hey, there's a poll going on right now. Go ahead and vote. Okay, that would be useful. Like, I think that there's a lot of stuff that they can do with it in the future, both positively and negatively. Mm -hmm. We'll discuss the negatives uh, coming up. Yeah. Everyone crying about this a lot of Goonga Ginga. I didn't even notice until like, <laughs> oh. the fifth time I logged in <laughs> that there was even a fucking that there was a thing there. Because yeah. when you log in, if you're not spam clicking where the button goes to log you in already, <laughs> then I don't even want to talk. I mean, yeah, it's definitely an eyesore. I was very happy when I found out the toggle was there. Um, I, th- I think it definitely serves a purpose for people uh, that don't read the news posts. I think it makes it nice to just have it there. I think maybe having it be a toggle on instead of be- toggling it off. So if you want to see it, you can toggle it and put it on instead of having to turn it off. That'd be nice. But uh, in the end, really no harm, no foul. Just kind of a, an annoying eyesore if you don't know about the, the uh, turn off switch like me. I guess it's really not that bad, but I guess it's kind of, it makes me think of the, like how they one time for mobile had like, uh, whatever you call it, like you get a message, like a notification alert ping thing. Like, and they said, all right, we learned from that and we're going to change it up. So only specific people get it. Like if you haven't played on either mobile or desktop, so like if you did play on desktop all the time, you won't get it. 
or like if you haven't played in a while, then you will, or you know, whatever. If they could customize it for that, then I guess that'd be better. But really, I guess it's not really that. It's not a big thing. All right, submitted topic from Brendan. Do you guys think that that the new login screen is a potential gateway for them to introducing ads to old school? What do you think are some of the negatives that they could do with that login screen? Uh, no, I don't think this is a gateway for them to put ads in. They could very well in the future, but like just slippery slope arguments, not a real argument. I don't think that was the intended purpose. I'm going to be pretty open-minded about this. Um, if you remember how we all played on browsers back in 2007, before then. Yeah, they were all uh, at the top. Yeah, we always had the little advert at the top. Um, so it's nothing new per se, but um, you know, if you think about the benefits that it brings to the game, you know, the ad, then sure, I'll bend over and take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give me later. Uh, all right, so I guess uh, yeah, it wouldn't be that horrible of a thing, even if it did. Just... It, well, it depends exactly what it is, but I feel like players would push back heavily, like when they actually decided to pull stuff about um, partnerships. Like people push back super hard. Like I think it was like maybe thirty percent yeses or whatever. So I think pretty much the only thing, if they did so any sort of ad thing that I could conceive of right now, is just like reminders of uh, you know for like when they work uh, with Twitch Prime stuff. That I could see them doing that, or uh, maybe if they had like some sort of bond sale, they'd be like, "Hey, bonds are on sale, guys! Come buy some!" Haha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, besides those things, I, I don't really think they would kind of just do like, proper ads. But even so, you just click right in, so it's like, eh. um. I I don't know. I, I think I, I wasn't really thinking much about it. Uh, but what Deco said, I think, is honestly a really good way to think about it. I mean, if you think about where you see ads everywhere already in they're everywhere, like I literally will say something and my Google search, like if I type in a, like the start of what I said out loud will like prompt me for what I had said, even though the phone wasn't even turned on. You know what I mean? Like advertising have, is just so you, integrated. You have the. uh Google Assistant or Amazon, uh, uh, or like the Echo Alexa. Dot. Yeah, yeah. I, got my, I have an Alexa. Um, yeah, that's why. But and 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 the thing is, is I'm totally like I get it. That's where we are in the world, and I like all, all of that information about me is already out there. Like I, I just I feel like if they add advertisement and the revenue can make the game a better place, then I'm all for it. Like there's plenty of games that already have advertisements in them, especially like the browser games that Deco was talking about. Um, I'm not saying that I don't that I want ads. I don't want ads, but like if, if they did add them, then so be it, you know? I'm sure there'd be a rune light plugin to filter it off somehow, <laughs> some way, if that was the case. They could even do more custom things. They could just hijack that to put whatever content. Yeah. I, I don't know if it potentially leads to like straight on like advertising of like other games or other services or other things. Oh, like they, that. they would never do another but, game. That'd just be foolish. 
raid Shadow Legends. Uh, <laughs> they actually <laughs> did joke about that some some sort of Q and A or something. You get paid? Or no, no, no. It was Shawnee that jokes about it. You get paid enough money, you you know, you might advertise anything. Uh, by the way, so you guys can uh, re- reach me on Twitter uh, at RandallishSRS if you want to uh, advertise on the podcast. Um, so with Your that website, Squarespace, <laughs> the uh, I, I think that if they were to ever have like a sale on bonds, that would be a really good thing to like put on the, the um, like the login screen there, because like they do obviously, you know, like they have the like the premier club. Uh, like the like the sales for getting membership during Christmas and then also uh, over summer. So I'm sure that they will probably do um, stuff like that when it does come out and they will, you know, advertise, advertise the hell out of that to get more people to buy membership and partake in the sales. But aside from that, I don't really think they'll do anything egregious. Yeah. Um, like, like the argument we said earlier, it's a slippery slope is kind of a difficult argument to make. I mean, it definitely could eventually happen, but I don't know if this is the opening for it. Um, it's failed to pull already, and if they pull it again, I don't see it passing. And if they implement it without pulling it, it would be an uh, outrage, I would say. It's just because Jagex doing things without polling people. Tend I mean, to... which thing are you specifically talking about? Because the thing I was talking about was the exclusive rewards, like early access from partnerships. That's what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, you know, um, I, I meant the ads. Um, I think if they're... Yeah, I mean, they haven't touched anything about that. They haven't said anything about that. I should say. If they're, um, if they're advertising their own stuff in-game, uh, fine. I, I, I don't have an issue with it. I think it... Uh... It, it's it's a good platform for it again for people that don't necessarily look, look at the RuneScape homepage. Um, definitely just throwing it up there quick when you log in. I, I think is like a nice way of getting the information out there. But uh, Wait, I, isn't that uh, kind of what the message of the week of the, is supposed to be for though? Yes, uh, do away with those and have this instead. Yeah, get, that yeah, would be much yeah. better. I hate those. I mean, they're like little flavor text, yeah. But I, I feel like that was kind of what that was supposed to be for and so it's kind of weird having them both yeah um i I understand that yeah um i think i I feel like more people are annoyed with the the pop-up of that than uh than the the login screen but um i i think i think either works but choose one or the other and obviously it could just be a little bit of recency bias the fact that it's new makes it so much more jarring like we'll Again, you can just toggle it off, but even if you don't toggle it off, you'll kind of just mentally filter it out over time anyways. Like, I don't think anyone has ever had a problem with Message of the Week. What? I hate them. <laughs> Didn't you just say that you click the button before it even loads? <laughs> <so> you <laughs> Liar. Oh, oh! I thought we were talking about the in-game pop-ups that go to your, like, private that's messages. Those messages. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a different thing. Yeah. Those are... Okay. I was yeah. I, okay, I, I don't I don't care about the message of the week. Okay. I thought we were talking about that. Get rid of those. <laughs> I don't care that I don't care that a mod's doing a court mess on stream. Like I really don't. Please don't notify me. Yeah, yeah agreed. A little more selective with that for Q and A. It's fine, but yeah, some of the other stuff that they've advertised is especially you, like updating dead man stuff. Would you like to be like able to have a filter? Yes. A filter you can specifically set. Please. And they like say there's like a pre pre um, loaded list of like categories, whether it be like oh. me, like community stream or 
you know, Interesting. certain st- stuff like that. And then when when it is that the mods uh, put out like that message, they click like the certain criteria that it, uh, you know, applies to. And then you either do or do not get an alert based on the categories that they select for that announcement. I feel like the biggest issue is just the fact that it goes like if you have split private chat that it goes up into there if it just only was in the chat box it wouldn't be nearly as bad but yeah being able to filter would be cool too i like the uh filter option always give give people the uh false sense of control <laughs> i think that's a real sense of control <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a fan of toggles and stuff like that for everything it's always like ends up being yeah. the best solution in like almost every scenario, yeah. just toggle off all the other players. It's, it's, it's hard to find. You get it if you don't. You don't. It's hard to find people that complain about things that do have toggles. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. People ask for so many toggles. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just interesting. All right. So let's moving on. Made uh, a topic. Our boy Max. I uh, said. How would you play this game differently if there was no 200 mil XP cap? Wait, where are we? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, 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 I did skip it. Well, well I, 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 like the best question. All right, all right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll go. I'll move that question down. I fucked up. All right. We're still going to answer that question, though. So I think this is a very good question. Uh, my answer would simply just be I wouldn't uh, play. Uh, I would have probably gotten, you know, maxed in. 2014 when I did and then, you know, kind of left at that point. Because, um, I mean, like, I, I I know that takes so long to get 200 mil all, but, like, it at least seems like you could convince, for, for the few of us that are actually going for it, you know, like, there's enough of a point where, like, you can realistically see yourself reaching that end point, whereas, like, for um... If there was no cap, or even like if it was raised to one bill, it, it's just not realistically obtainable at all. So, I don't know. If there was no cap, I probably would have uh, quit uh, six years ago. Uh, it's a very interesting question for me. Um, I don't realistically see myself getting 200 mil in a couple of skills, let alone all of them. I purely play because I enjoy skilling, so I, I think I play exactly the same way as I still do. Um, maybe I would go for more overall um, XP goals. I'd go for like 20 mil base and 30 mil base rather than how I currently am, you know, doing like 100 mil slayer and 200 mil thieving. Just because I know that they they stop at that point, so I would just do a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, if I wanted to play for PVM, I considered in that question, would I play for PVM? And no, I just don't enjoy PVM in this game enough to do that as a hobby. I would play World of Warcraft. So I, I purely play for skilling, so I'd still play the way I do. Uh, my answer for the next question kind of ties into this question, but uh, I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't have played how I play. Uh, but I, I definitely would have still played the game and just done what I enjoyed doing at the moment. And then my incentive to grind would 
definitely not be as high, but I would still probably play the game just because I like watching my numbers go up, you know? Uh, I wouldn't play the game. I don't, like, there's no way I would have. I, my enjoyment... Would you, would you have maxed? No. Oh. Because I was, I started skilling in this game with the idea of 200 mil all in mind. Wow. And I, it's what I find fun about the game. I love seeing myself incrementally go up towards what I consider for me an achievable goal. If it was... If there was no cap, or if the cap was even 300 mil, I doubt I'd be playing the game. I think 200 mil is the perfect amount, and I love going for it. I think that 100 mil, for me, I think would be the perfect amount. Um, It'd be done already. Well, (laughs) you you see why? (laughs) Uh, I think 100 mil uh, as the uh, cap limit. If you could like kind of pick, like, you know, if we're talking like 100 mil, 200 mil, one bill, or no cap, I'd go with 100 mil. I'd change nothing. I think if it was a 100 mil all, then I'd probably go for that. Fry. You're muted, good sir. You might be AFK. All right, go ahead, Abra. All right, yeah, I'm kind of with y'all as well. Like, I would have just stopped at maxing and then either hopped off the game entirely or actually, let's see, I I maxed in uh, March or no, April 2016. So by then, all the other Ironman, or or I don't don't remember if Hardcore was or not, but at least, you know, normal Ironman came out. So I, I probably, by this point, would have already maxed a normal Iron Man and be close to, or if not already finished an ultimate. But, uh, but longer term, compared to like how I still have goals and such right now, yeah, I, I don't even think I'd be playing. Um, I might be playing with the uh, completionist mindset at this point. If uh, I, I would probably, I probably get some max, <laughs> then uh, probably not many uh, skilling goals after that. Um. I enjoyed PBM a lot uh, when I was an early player, so um, maybe go back to that and maybe uh, the completionist style. But um, yeah, I don't know. It would be a, it'd be an, it'd be interesting to see. I guess actually there there could be another thing, um, like speedrunning stuff like Inferno, learning that, getting getting that down quite well, and uh, just making other arbitrary categories. What kind or of impact it, on the RuneScape economy do you think it would have? Uh, like, well, how expensive would buyables get then? Oh yeah, buyables I think would be much cheaper because there wouldn't be nearly as much demand. Because I think that that's a fairly hefty chunk of the demand, therefore price of things. Yeah. But um, also, other things would would be uh, more expensive, like chins. You know, because you don't have people going for like two hundred hunters, so you won't have nearly as many of those in. And people are still—I feel like most of the chains that are used aren't for like two hundred mil uh, range stuff. It's more for just people trying to like PK and such, trying to make their builds, or even just like casually maxing and chinning, whatever. Yeah, it would—it would change a lot of things. Like, how how much would P like how much would it cost to like fletch with darts? You know, like. And and like with the chinning, like that would be 
it'd be wild to see how expensive some of the skills would be because you know like obviously uh, I, I i i disagree i think that uh bibles would just get increasingly more expensive uh depending on which one it is you know whatever bibles are giving the most xp people are going to be focusing on that the most so they can end up getting the most xp because also like the reason oh wait hold on I'm, i'd have to think about it what do you mean no, uh, I was just trying to think of like exactly what end it is for, uh, you know, people doing tons of like for two hundred mil flesh that they do darts, but the consequence of that is, I guess, there's demand for it there, and you know, tons of supply of the finished product. So, the steel darts are two GP, myth darts are four GP. Last I heard, like a few days ago, which is crazy. So that is where the GP per XP comes in, but um. Yeah, if not as many people were actually making those and doing that, I feel like that margin would get smaller. So I feel like it would get cheaper. I don't know a lot of stuff that would get more expensive. I, w I would honestly say every single Bible would get more expensive. Every single yeah. thing. I don't that'd, know. That'd be my guess. All right. So going back to the question I accidentally skipped was... What was your most difficult goal that you achieved? It doesn't have to be like time based. Uh, it could be like, you know, mentally, what was the most difficult thing for you? Um, Give me one or two that stick out. Well, to be totally honest, I haven't done much hard in this game yet. Um, <laughs> um, I guess, uh, I mean, maxing to an extent is probably the most impressive thing on my account right now. Um, I've, I've got high smithing XP, but I do rune two H's, so I'm laid back hanging out. Um, I gem thief. Uh, don't have an infernal cape. Um, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty standard, uh, boring account to be honest. Not much uh, difficult. All right. Well, when you achieved something, what was the most relieved you had been? What was it that you did? Um, I, I would, I in that case, it would definitely be maxing because, uh. Going towards max, I knew I wanted it, but I knew there was going to be skills I didn't enjoy doing. But I knew, I, I kind of had it in mind that once I got there, I could just do things I enjoyed and have fun. But I wanted the, uh, I wanted the cape to begin with and have have max hold to begin with before I started doing those things. Um, for me, uh, and and without getting too sentimental or sappy here, it, for me, it's more so just finding out how I want to play the game and like playing to have fun, you know, because I, I had this mentality wherein there was content in the game that I really enjoyed doing. But if I was doing it and it wasn't like necessarily super efficient, I was feeling like, like I had this like subtle anxiety of like, I should be doing something differently. You know, like a great example is herb, like herbivore. I, I really enjoy doing herbivore. It's just something that I think is cool. I think it's cool content and I enjoyed doing it. And I enjoyed going for the pet. But like every time I was doing that, I was like, you know, I should probably be doing like black chins or red chins right now because I'm not getting as much XP. And like that kind of really weighed down on me. And so just kind of changing my mindset to be like, I'm still going to go for for these XP milestones that I want to get, but do it at my own pace and how I want to play the game really made the game much more enjoyable for me. And I know that's certain people like that anxiety of like, I should be doing the most efficient thing. And that's what makes me enjoy the game. I totally get that. But for me, it was changing that mind frame. 
Um, I'd say the achievement I hold nearest and dearest to my heart is getting an 80k Redwood Hour while winning two Fortnite games. <laughs> oh my god. This guy's good. <laughs> Gamer moment. Said the uh, forbidden word. Oh well, no. Fortnite baby, we love Fortnite. I know exactly what you mean about the hunter thing. Uh, I don't know what it is about Chin Chompers, but I just really, really, really hate them. Um, I made my first 50 mil hunter with Chin Chompers, and I did like a 17.8 mil red chin week. Um, it was like 100 hours. A lot of hours, yeah. And just after that, I hit like 50 mil, and just after that, every time I try to hunt it again, because I, I knew I wanted to go for more than 50 mil. After that, um, I just felt sick every time I went there. And so I, I, I started doing Herbivore. And Hunter is actually my least favorite skill in the game. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> and the only reason I did it is because I'm very, very poor. So I need the money. Um, so yeah, hitting 100 mil Hunter is not very impressive to most, but it's a personal achievement that I'm pretty proud of. And there was always that anxiety, like you said. When I was doing Herbivore, I felt bad because you know, I'm only getting like 0.6 or something. But I played two rune drag alts the entire time, so I made my money. Right, so I'd say I, I got a few that come to mind. Uh, first, say um, getting 99 mining. So getting that is, was like me finishing maxing. And back in my day... You could, uh, like, Motherload Mine was, like, 40k an hour, or you could do Granite for 60k an hour. That was how the game was at that time. So I did Motherload, and it was not fun. Um, so, like, finally finishing off Mining um, to then complete Max. Uh, so, you know, up there, most difficult mentally. And then uh, 200 mil Slayer. So the last, like, 50 mil uh, XP for Slayer was really and fine uh and i really loved it and i missed the skill but it was a very rough time for me going from like a hundred and like 20 mil xp to like 150 mil somewhere in and around there I was feeling a little burnt at that time and uh from from it and i don't know i just didn't love didn't love the skill um for that time period so get, getting being able to get over that little uh, that little hump finishing off the skill is great. And then I'd say most recently getting 80 divination on RS3. <laughs> those those three <laughs> stick out to me. Y'all uh, don't know how hard that is. Oh, it was it, it was such an awful experience. It took <laughs> me like a month. Damn. Uh, so, yeah. I, but I guess really finishing Max and then Slayer. Alright, so for me, I guess there's a lot of similarities. Uh, yeah, generally with skills, I, I don't mind it like during. It's just when you get near the end, you're like, alright, come on. Almost, come on. But um, then like Fry says, it's, it's not like there's a lot that was actually like that difficult. Like most of the things are just kind of time-based. So it's not like... Well, it could be mentally difficult. I, I know. I mean, I, I have other stuff to say, but just, yeah, just in terms of like actually considering things difficult, it's like, it's not 
fully accurate for all of them. But um, in terms of like mentally, I guess it'd be kind of between two things. Uh, Inferno, which actually did take a lot of time, especially the way I was doing it. Like that whole process was like a month, and yeah, that was that had me very burnt during that. Was it worth it? Oh, I mean, yeah, it was. It was a nice achievement because it was. Well, yeah, because it was difficult. So getting over that was nice. But obviously, it wasn't worth the time in terms of efficiency. But it's like, eh, I don't really care like that much. Like efficiency is kind of like secondary. Just like um, I think CEV said, like ultimately, I'll do whatever it takes to get me to my goal. Like if I can't do a method one way, then I'll just do a slower one that's more enjoyable, and I'll still get there. It'll just take longer, but that's that's fine. Like I'm. I'm I'm foreseeing myself doing most, if not all, of my mining at Volcanic Mine instead yeah, of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> instead of uh, you know doing granite. But then besides Inferno, the other like big thing that was really relieving to finish was Prayer because yeah, the uh, Chaos Ultra, not fun times. Is it not fun because of PVPers? Yep. I mean, overall, it wasn't a huge issue, but when it was an issue, oh, it was an issue. How many how many attempts did it take for you to get the Infernal Cape? I didn't track, but the data that I remember <clears throat> was I started out with using an ACB, and within the first three weeks, I got to Zuck twice, and then I was finally able to borrow a Twisted Bow from someone, and I got to Zuck every day, and I got it in a week. Hmm. Okay. Where you, I imagine you were taking an, like one attempt a day. I mean, not necessarily. It's just that I was, I wasn't just rushing through it. Like it probably would have been more advisable to, or that you see most people do. Like I was taking my damn sweet time, waiting on specs, watching Netflix. So like when I finally did finish it, that attempt was like almost ten hours. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. At at the time, I think I had the second or third slowest in the world. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there. Yeah, yeah. Just as Doesn't long as you get there. Oh, nice. All right. So, I, uh, this topic here is submitted last podcast, but we didn't have a chance to get to it. Was uh, in regards to warding. Obviously, it was pulled and failed, but what changes do you think could have been made to it to have been able to make it pass or made you at least vote for in favor of it? That's assuming we all voted no. Yep. Uh, What I personally would have done for warding is I would have made it so instead of how they showcased you would train it, what you would do is you would go to an island and you would team up with four other people and you would enter a dungeon. You would progress <laughs> through the dungeon using your skills in combat. You would kill a boss at the end, get an amount of XP, and then you would progress through a tiered dungeon system. I, I was thinking, why does this sound familiar? That sounds pretty <laughs> that, hey, that, that sounds like a pretty good skill. It sounds like a pretty cool mini-game. <laughs> eh, that, that's a bad argument, but uh, Logic Slayer is also a mini-game. Dungeoneering is a great skill and should be an old school. Uh, I think we're... Uh, I think that uh, Reach said on his, uh, like, Reach had an interview, and he, I think Reach said that he wanted Dungeoneering in. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. 
We'll talk about that next podcast in depth. But sorry, go ahead, Abra. All right. Uh, it's been a long time since I looked at awarding, like since that stuff was happening. So it's not all fresh. I can't really think of things that I would change, but I actually did vote for it. Really? Oddly enough. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, obviously it didn't I'm, come. And I'm glad I wasn't I'm, like, I wasn't I'm, disappointed that it didn't come. I'm like, glad I, just, I voted I just six really times <laughs> to cancel out your vote. <laughs> to cancel out my three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, like it's fine that it didn't. I don't know. I, I kind of thought it fits. It was fine-ish. It was nice that they changed some things from the initial draft. You know, like taking out the the combat stuff. That was nice. But um, I don't know. I, I think it was Matt that said. Oh wait, hold on. Um, I'm just making sure I'm not gonna. All right, I don't think it's even in this document. But something that he said, I I kind of agree with a little bit. Um. So I'm not really spoiling anything. Is how he was disappointed that you know, like we didn't ever get any sort of skill to pass, and it seems like at this point where we're at, I I don't think another is ever going to pass. Hmm. Do you think they'll ever propose another one? Uh, unless like it just organically happens, like through the community suggestion, and people really take to it. I don't think they're ever going to take any of their own time to ever come up with something on their own. That's not going to happen. But the reason why is it kind of limits what kind of content we can get. And we're kind of stuck in this loop right now. You know, it's like boss update, boss update, other PBM things, Slayer, quest, quests, boss, repeat. You know? I don't know. I think that other bit of content would open up more possibilities of things to do. I don't know. I I think that the skill was for me a very far. I I don't think they could have done anything uh, to the skill that would have made me vote in favor of it. I think that, and mind you, I I I did not reread the dev blogs or the polls on it, so I can I'm only going off of what I remember from when it was initially polled. There were so many different things that I had issue with, and. Um, I, I guess like initially, I also didn't like the presentation for how the skill was kind of presented to us where it was like, hey, we have, you know, smithing for making melee armor. We have crafting for making range armor. This is going to be the skill for making magic armor. So because of that, like, I, I really didn't like its initial presentation of how it said that. And. <sighs> I don't know, I just didn't think that it organically fit into the game, whereas I think that they could come out with other skills um, that would make a lot more sense. Um, I know that summoning and dungeoneering are popular skills. Uh, I think summoning would have to kind of be tweaked more so and not be heavily used uh, combat. I mean, like, overall support or like, other skills or something. I don't There'd be some kind of tweaks that it could be made where I'd be that'd be a skill that I'd like to see. But I don't know. I, I don't think they could have made any changes to it that would have made me vote yes for it and build off of that. Then I also don't think that they are ever going to pull another skill in the time in which I play over the next two and a half years. Do you keep up with RS3 any? Not at all. All right, because I was going to say, it's not out yet, but I guess just keep an eye out on Oh, I know that there's a new skill coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was originally supposed to be 
coming out in January, but nah, there's still working on it. It'll still be a while. But yeah, archaeology, we'll, we'll see how that is to see if maybe that, uh, first of all, if it's good for them, but if that inspires anyone to come up with more community ideas. Uh, training invention on RS3. Um, it was not a bad skill compared to divination. So I think like divination for what it was that I did train, it was an extremely pointless skill that ha like it was shocking how empty the skill felt. Uh, whereas invention, I think being able to give some use to literally, although I know that there's uh, optimal items that you disassemble for parts and pieces and things like that. I think that uh, invention was for the you know only couple hours that I did do it. I think that that was uh, not a bad skill. I don't so, know. So, in terms of if there was any other skill, what do you think? Like more of a gathering or production? Because warding was kind of more production. There was a little bit of gathering stuff, but uh, I think it would kind of have to be like or like a combination. I think it would have to be like a combination. Yeah, because even um, even. Uh, whatever uh divination um, even divination is a little bit of both you know like most of it is just you know gathering stuff and yada yada but there is stuff that you can make out of that within the skill itself i think yeah divination divination is actually a pretty deep skill if you're like mating rs3 and like going for max or turning out like there's stuff you can use with it for pvm as well but like for what you were doing on it yeah like the skill seems like it has no and it's very boring to train it's not a well-designed yeah. skill like you can make like the portents and stuff, and sign of life and stuff. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Skilling locations it does have a pretty good amount of uses. I don't think there's any way the warding, just the concept of warding, the skill of warding, will ever make its way into SRS. And oh yeah, no, warding is dead. Yeah, but I, I agree with what you said, Abra. Um, it's pretty unlikely that another skill will ever be added. Or you quoted someone saying that. But I think if another skill is ever added, then it has to be either summoning or dungeoneering. No other skill will work. And if either of those are pulled, then I think they'll pass. Or, again, I really think it's all up to the community. But last thing on this, it just makes me think of a tiny little clip from Jace. Like he was just looking through his bank for an item for a clue scroll. It was split bark something. He's like, split bark armor? I wonder how this is made. <laughs> that was funny. It's like, well, well, there's the idea. There's the skill. Run with it. Yep. Should probably just been an add-on to crafting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Of, a lot of people were saying just keep it within crafting, but honestly, I kind of agree that crafting is really bloated. What about sailing? Sailing could be sailing could be done right. Like again, shout outs to Gentle Director in his big ass documents, including like different training methods and rewards, some of which are the rewards we've already gotten in game. Like the dragon crossbow. The uh, amulet of torture and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well it was a good document. All the different training methods as well. That's I don't remember if they actually did anything with that besides like those few ideas, but like, if they would have just consulted with him, they could have maybe had a chance to have that pass. I find it interesting for sailing that they never re... So, like, they pulled sailing. I think that it got, like, 66 or 67% in favor, yes. And they yeah. never looked at it again. Whereas, uh... Art, 
Artisan they pulled three I, or four times. And Artisan was the worst idea they've probably ever I, I swear they've revi- they've revisited concepts with worse results. Yeah. And I'm surprised that sailing never got a second look at. I like I came on here and said, that's a lie. Here I am, you know, years after I, I, I was wrong. I was very wrong. You know, when they said that, you know, because uh, it was John C. who said, yeah, we're not going to be looking at sailing. The community spoke. We're done with it. I didn't believe it. I was wrong. Hmm. Many people were remember. wrong as well. I don't remember if it actually came out or what it is that I'm actually thinking of, but something is making me think of like a blog post. It's like sailing rears its head again. I don't remember what that was. They might have. No, I, I think they did pull it twice. Like no, they, it was they, really bad the first time. No, they did not. They pulled it one time and it got like 66 or 67 percent. Because I know they did make changes. They made changes off of a okay. dev blog. Right. They, it's been a while before it got put into a official poll. Right. Yeah, they definitely could have done a lot more with it. I thought sailing had a chance, <laughs> you know, like it had some kind of du- yeah. uh, similarities to dungeoneering. Oh, it was very dungeoneering. Yeah, you know, which also we um, just want them to put yeah. just make dungeoneering. The whole concept's already planned yeah. out. You just need to change the rewards. Shout outs to how a little bit disappointing the gauntlet was. Like the gauntlet was basically yeah. supposed to be dungeon dungeoneering, but yeah, I they could have done a lot more with it. I was I was a little sad with it. Completely also, just the fact that. that it's like all confined in the crystal. Like I was when I was imagining it before. It, they actually showed the concept art. I was thinking of it like in the elven forest, and I was like, yeah, that's exciting. Mine your rocks, and yeah. I think the community was pretty optimistic that raids and um, the gauntlet were going to be like dungeoneering. Oh yeah, I guess that's actually kind of like even though it's somewhat within the loop, like one of the only like big things that I feel like not me personally, but um, like the community at a whole things that they ask about that they'll be excited for when it happens is it'll probably be within uh the desert like a third raid i feel like that's the only like big thing that will happen within the next few years that will have a lot of traction i'm still so disappointed that they teased varlamore the south of Zaya, four years ago and we still haven't gotten it well not four yet but you know still yeah. <sighs> All right, so as we were uh, chatting along here, I saw on Twitter the case ace, God bless, uh posted a Twitter poll and it said, "Would you like to see item lending in game?" So, uh, I kind of want to just ask that off here. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, that that is where it surprise came from. So, I'm looking at the uh votes here. So, there's a uh, Seven votes so far. Eighty-six percent are no. Fourteen uh, percent yes. So, what do you guys think? Oh, I'm surprised it's that much no because it's like, only seven votes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So until it actually circulates, it's probably all just going to be like HLC. Yeah. So, I. I think it's a great idea because item lending already basically exists as in people lend each other items all the time except when it's an in-game system nobody gets scammed so it all it does is reduce scamming it doesn't add anything new to the game because people are already lending so i don't understand the problem with it at all 
Yeah, um, I wasn't around for uh, when item lending was a thing back in um, late RS2, early RS3 days or whatever. Um, so I don't know really any of the flaws that came with it. Um, but I don't really, I don't have a ton of issues with it from my understanding of it. Um, but like we said, um, people do it already anyway. So uh, there being some actual system to it to keep scams from happening, I think only makes things better than what they already are. So. It was a weird system. I just hearing that I I didn't even look at that and see that in the documents. Just my initial reaction was, yeah, that's, that's just not. I don't know. Why? Elaborate. I don't know. It had some interesting impacts on the economy because, like, you know, the, all people would do is like land out items, and like I think that made some things go up. And it, just, it was just a weird system. I don't see any issues with that. I mean, yeah, people already like, lend stuff, and I, again, th I guess, yeah, that would reduce. Like, they're, they're, and they're paying for a service as well, and their services for the ability. To I know it's it's just that it's I don't know something's weird about it being like I was gonna say governmentally, but I guess it's you know, jagged system, whatever. Um, just being insured, it just makes it so much weird, weirder. But also, like, if you actually think like what would happen to the prices of those items, like I think back then, like everything went up. Because it didn't matter what price it was, because you get return on your investments. So, but um, you think thinking about it now, now, with it's interesting though. Think about it now with our current death mechanics. Stuff has already gone up a lot because like they don't get synced out of the game. Or actually, wait, shouldn't that make them go down? I don't know, but it, it would have weird effects on prices. And also, it, it just feels so weird, like. It'd be, you know, much more temporary things. I don't feel like people really lend out their stuff as much as y'all are probably thinking. I disagree. I think people lend out their stuff at such a huge rate. Uh, I, I linked the uh, poll, the Twitter poll in the Twitch chat here. I was the lone vote for yes. I think that it would be uh, very good to put into the game. Uh, and I would, you know, like, I'd buy a Twisted Bow and I would just lend it out every single day. and. You know, make people you know pay to use the twisted bow or pay to use you know a scythe or something like that. Um, I think that it would afford you know gives people who otherwise would never get to use it an opportunity to use it, and you know they'd be paying for a service. You know, I don't know if they charge them like two mil for a day or something stupid. I don't know what you would actually charge, but I like the idea of it. I would use it to uh, make money. I understand that there's a lot of positives that uh, the community is able to get out of that is, you know, like you have like you item loan to a friend and, uh, you know, your friend's rent money uh, is due. And, and uh, your friend's Dutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, uh, that, then you're out of Twisted Bow, you know, it, it happens far too frequently. And the problem is, is that you know, the the nice person is loaning their twisted bow away and you know, they're a victim and this would completely eliminate that. I think that the lending system then was uh limited to only like twenty four hours. Um I would like to see yeah. that I would like to see that extended, uh though. I'd like to see that uh, you know, maybe I don't know, up to a week even. Yeah, you could just set an hour amount up to 168. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be good. 
And I think it would be very, very good. Uh, would have no issues with that. All right. I, I guess mine was more like emotional rather than just like actual logic. Well, I mean, I was trying to think of like the economic impact, but just the, my actual just initial reaction is, I guess, not purely logical. So I was around in RS2 when Item Landing was first ever released. And I thought it was pretty stupid back then. And I think it's pretty stupid now. Why? Um, because, like, RuneScape is a game where, you know, you're supposed to achieve things. And, I don't know, a level 90 or something, this, you know, 70s shouldn't be able to just afford a Tebow. By paying someone two mil. You know, this kind of makes me think of so something. This is kind like, of funny. It, it, it's kind of like when I needed and like complained to, like to parents and basically forced my brother to trade me over his Rayquaza in Pokemon to be the Elite Four. That's what yeah, this yeah, makes yeah, me exactly. think of. Did you yeah. trade it back? I probably. I don't remember. I was a. I was a wee one. Yeah, see, like they're just defeating. It's kind of like it. that. Like right. you can't do it on your own. Gotta, yeah, or... like you get to not a, that it's necessarily like you get like to that, a final. But... Like you get to a final boss, you can't beat it, so you ask your big brother to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, the, it kind of makes me think <laughs> of that a little bit. It kind of makes me think of that. Um, the whole item lending thing. Yeah. I think. I think way back then, I also might have had him do the uh, monkey madness little glider slider puzzle for me. But it's like obviously nowadays I like doing slidey puzzles. Fuck that, two hundred k, get it solved. Um, I I don't know. I, there's benefits and non benefits. I mean, there's so many people who already do lending, like under the table lending, I guess. Uh, and and a lot of people who get scammed. Like what Randy brought up was the one thing I was gonna say too. Is that uh, like it it would solve the scamming issue if you wanted to lend one of your buddies an item, you know. Like, hey, you can have this for X amount of time, uh, but then I get it back and you can't stake it and lose, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I do see how I would it could... like to give I would like to give power to the lender and not the lendee. Exactly. You know, it's very very odd with how it kind of those how it works. Like in almost every other aspect of life, the person lending stuff is in control. Yeah. And I mean, I have no idea how it would affect the economy, but I, I, I'd personally probably vote yes over no on it. All right. So move on. Uh, There's a Mod Matt K interview. And uh, let me, uh, I'll, I'll link the uh, video here uh, in the Twitch chat. And um, with that, so this is something that he did a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the other. Um, we're going to talk about some of the highlighted things on here. Thanks to Safi for being able to put together some of the uh, highlights from this for it. Uh, I didn't have a chance to watch it, uh, but kind of look at this interview here. So in it, um, Matt K talked about the J-Mod mentality at the start of old school versus now and the importance of the players kind of shifting do you think that the change in JMod mentality from, let's say, six years ago versus now has improved the old school Inkscape experience, or how would you say? I, I'm, I can't really think exactly how that was. Like, if that was specifically 
mentions because again like i did watch these but it's like over a week ago so it's not super fresh but yeah I'm, I'm not sure exactly what is what is meant by that right now but i know that's like at the very start and on i wonder was uh is talked by later down um okay no it wasn't it might have been removed but one thing that old school was very positive for was you know like keeping employees there so many you know were ready to just leave but uh yeah i don't know exactly what's meant by that question all right well kind of the way that i'm taking it is the importance of the players and the mentality of the mods then versus now the way that i kind of look at it is the evolution of the game so when the game first came out you know like we we the players we the people were absolutely in control and, you know, I've talked about this uh, many times over the years in which I think that the point in which we stopped having control over the game was after Achievement Diaries came out. Uh, and I think that that was in like uh, spring of 2015, maybe. Yeah, that's when that and was. And I think that after that release, there was started to become a shift in which it went from uh, what players want to come to the game came to the game versus what James like. Because I, I feel like back then, if the players wanted it, it would then be pulled, then it would be worked on, then it would come out. Whereas now it's, hey, we did all of this work on this thing, or here's what our plan is. Is this acceptable or not? Whereas before it was absolutely more player driven um, for what updates do and don't come back then versus now. Uh, I think that, the you know, when we've talked... Uh, exhaustively about the uh polling system and how you know a lot of us think that it's fatally flawed right now whereas before it used to be you know a very key quality part of the game i think that there's i think that the shift in importance of uh has not been as good i think that there has been because um you know i i think that the game was better when it like if you look at like the two years of updates um, during the first two years versus the two years after that, which, you know, it kind of started to uh, kind of started to really shift in the direction of, hey, here's what we're planning on doing. What do you guys think? Versus now it's just full blown. Hey, this is what's happening. Yes or no. Um, I, I think that it's been a shift that I don't appreciate. I think that it was better when communities were or the game updates were more from the community directly. I hadn't really thought of that that much. That that, is, that, that's kind of that the way that I take it, yeah, is the is JMod mentality, where it used to be like, you're in control versus uh, hmm. kind of them directing where it is. I mean, the one thing you do get out of this is like more creative freedom from them, though, which might not necessarily always be what the players actually want, but I think for maintaining a positive atmosphere a work atmosphere i think that is pretty good but um if if i don't know exactly how accurate that is just why the sound of if that is accurate that doesn't sound so that if it is like as you describe like much more here it is yes no rather than like organic oh no like, it, it absolutely is if you if you look at i mean you've been playing you know for oh yeah no i mean I, I i certainly understand that to to an extent like when they 
like come with something from like RuneFest or something, it's just like, bam, here's a big focus. But oh, if you look at like RuneFest, uh, like twenty four. Yeah, I feel like there are less or... community driven things recently. Whatever happened to the uh, you know like rooftops were player designed, motherload mine player designed. Uh, we have yeah, not though, we have not yeah. gotten a big true. I I think the lat like. I think those are the only two things that were ever like straight from the community. Yeah, which, I mean, like, in other which they had are... like, in, in, I, I know that like a lot of things are, and they like take yeah. ideas from that. But I'm talking like full blown advertised. Submit us your ideas, and we will take the eight that we think are best, and then pull from there which one the community wants, and then from yeah. that point, then we'll see if the community yeah. does want it or not. I, I would Shit love like that for that to happen great. again because I think. They, I think and, we only ever had two, which yeah. ended up being it rooftops is. and MLM, which MLM was like March or something, 2014. So it's been a long time. I would it, love it, that. It, it is. I think it's worth noting, though, like it's very hard to to say like why or how these is. We have no idea what's going on in the behind the scenes of Dragon. You know, like they, they got bought out by that giant company from China or wherever. Right. And uh-huh. you, who knows what executives are like? All right. Change this. Change that. And they have no say over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it definitely has gone from a more player based to almost a what is better for business, um, which is unfortunate. But I mean, like, I, it, I, from a company standpoint, it makes sense. You want to obviously you want to do what's best for you because you get the best revenue and everything. And uh, so, so sometimes you're gonna, you're going to want to uh, try to push certain ideas and then hope the uh, hope the player base goes along with it. I don't know because like you talk about like what's best for business. I know for a fact. But ignorantly that that uh, having dead man every single, you know, every couple of months is best for business, but they're not doing yeah. it mm-hmm. because of the players that it brings in. Because, you know, Matt K on his data streams has talked about how the most important things that towards the growth of RuneScape has been both updates at what they quoted as key times and dead man tournament. So I think those are usually like January uh, like, July in September. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's kind of interesting to think how it's slightly different this year. Like our big update was Ashihama, which really wasn't that big of an update at all. I- I'm actually a little disappointed how small of an update what that was. Like the only other, I, I know this year is uh, in terms of the resources is going to be smaller, which is why they didn't do desert. But like the only other somewhat sizable thing we have to look forward to is the other the Mauritania quest uh sins of the father which i there are other things included within that like the agility and the essence but uh i don't know it just feels like this year is not going to be that big uh, iron man part yeah, of it they've definitely uh, okay i guess group iron man is the only like really big thing to actually look forward to that's nothing new, system really. well, well yeah but i mean i'm just talking about like in terms of hype like I, I really think that Group Iron Man is the only thing that the masses have any sort of like big hype over. Like I think they were trying to make Ashihama like people look forward to, but I don't think that actually happened. It's definitely the biggest update of the year, and it's not been that big, like you said. Clan, clan system will be the biggest update. Yeah, yeah, clan system will, will be nice for us. Most but... well received, but huh. that wasn't their big one. Yeah, I think. Group Iron Man will be the biggest, but yeah, Agreed. Clan System will probably be my favorite. 
Um, so I actually disagree with you guys about there being a change in JMOD, JMOD mentality. I don't think there's been a change. I think it's been the same from the very start. I think they've always prioritized what updates are going to bring in player count and uh, what updates are going to make them money. I don't think they ever really truly cared about the player base from the very start. And they've always decided pretty much what gets pulled. Like, I don't know, I, I would like some sort of like sub-polling system or suggestions on the official forums, which is severely underused. Um, and like the most upvoted suggestion on the official forums uh, makes it to the poll rather than Jagex just deciding whatever goes into the poll. That, that is interesting. That would be cool yeah. to see. But yeah, I don't even know if it's right to even say that it's a JMOD mentality. Again, I think it's more kind of higher ups. And There's a player a base point. mentality. Like the, the player base has changed in mentality dramatically from the start. But I don't yeah, think I feel like we as players are like much more needy now. Yeah, like I've watched some of the the first ever original Q and A's when they filmed in a small little room around a desk crowded together. Crazy. And their mentality back then was similar to how it is now. They were they were reading some of these suggestions that were game breaking, and they were saying, "Yeah, sure, we can look at that in these." Like they didn't care about the integrity of the game; they just wanted um, big ideas, big and bold. I think we're all just Doomer. <laughs> I think one one thing that one thing that maybe take into consideration when talking about this stuff too, and well, it's like Randy has been saying things that like how Dead Man has brought in a lot of people. I, I like it, mobile has done has changed the game immensely, right? Like we don't really think about it, but like just even the player numbers, like there's ninety thousand people playing RuneScape right now, and that number is surely because of mobile, right? And so, how many of these mobile players are? Like affecting these changes, you know what I mean? Ninety-eight thousand. Don't sell it short. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, you gotta wonder how like their mentality changes to also please the mobile mobile gamers. You know? Yeah, I deleted one of the questions here because I know that we're uh, getting a little sensitive on the on time. Here. Um, but let me uh, let's. To move on to um so we talked about the change uh in jmoz but uh matt k also talked about how the ideologies of the players of runescape changed and that voting is different and said that people don't really want to try anything new and i think that's more so looking at like big things like a, a new skill yeah that's um, kind of what i was talking about earlier so i don't know do you agree with uh kind of like what are you saying um uh, and you know, do you think it's good or bad at doesn't want huge changes like that. Um, I think I don't know. I, this, I guess I should have just held my statement for this. I think mobile is going to be a big impact on this. Um, like the the current population of RS is very different than it was a couple of years back. You know, like there's so many new players, and I think I think that's great for the game. Like the game will last longer, and there are more players, and overall more players playing a game is a good thing. But that the mentality and how people feel about the game will change significantly. And I mean, we saw that with like the shift dropping and stuff being added, um, and and a lot of more on shift on drop. That. Next uh, question. Uh, oops, my bad. But uh, yeah, it's, I I don't know. I feel like 
I, I don't know. I, I wish I could just see like statistics of how the games changed and like how I wish I could. I wish like when there was polling, you could see who are like mobile only gamers that are answering polls and stuff, you know, just to mm. understand like the difference. And I don't know how many of the people that play RuneScape now are mobile only, but I'm sure there's a, a significant number. But the type of player that primarily plays mobile games that could be potentially very contentious for the kind of updates that would be yeah, yeah. exactly shout out to so, hail so, vegeta he's back that and could he's be uh, only could be potentially <laughs> very very dangerous so i feel like they're much more like instant gratification or even kind of like uh i think one thing matt said about like mobile gamers is like how some mobile game companies advertise their game as like that you don't even have to play it you know, it's such a weird concept to be excited to not play. Yeah, you don't play Raid. Yeah, exactly. They have like that uh, 15 uh, like multi yeah. runs through in a row. Yeah, but um, yeah, I talked about this a little earlier about like kind of the rotation of content. And yeah, I think we as a player base kind of, I don't know how many care as much. I said personally that I, it's not my, you know, it, I don't know if it was ever the primary, but I, I'm not necessarily like a big nostalgia fiend anymore. It's not that it needs to say stu- say stay super true. Like I, I think we need to be willing to take some you know bigger risks in kind of the content we want and would accept to you know kind of you know, change the longevity. We need to have a little more. Uh, sorry for ducking out here. Go ahead, Dico. Uh, so I disagree with Mod Matt K um, that people don't want to try new things. I think the community is very willing to try new things. There has been quite a drastic change in the game from when it was first released. And the reason warding didn't pass is because it was shit. Nothing to do with trying new things. I feel like the issue there is just the amount of time that actually went into the design. Like, I feel like the design process could have been much better than it was instead of them kind of like doing a lot of the work, but it's seeming so detached and out of touch with what the players would have actually wanted. And then they talk to us a little bit and they make some changes, but I feel like it wasn't nearly enough community interaction to make it a proper skill that we would vote for. Well, I put myself back in this question then Dico said what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid to be oh, the, like, they pull a bunch of, like, horrible things in a row. They don't pass. They're like, oh, I guess the community doesn't want any. It's like, no, we don't want crafting two as a skill. <laughs> like, we, I think many people would be very open to a new skill. I've asked a lot of people about Dungeoneering and how they feel about it, and a lot of people seem to want that in the game, I don't think. To be fair, that's not even a new skill. To well, be fair, that's not even a new skill. It's new to a lot of people though, because it came out pretty late. I think it was like yeah, 2009. Like, it was or 10. It will also uh, maybe then. <clears throat> uh, I, still, it's at least new to the game, and a lot of people probably haven't done it or don't even remember it. Amber, it was 20 uh, fucking 13. 
No, 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 no. Hold on. It was not that late. It was not. No, no. Hold on. I assure you, it was around 2009 or 10. I thought it was. I thought it was 20. Okay, it's April 12th, 2010. uh, 2010, yeah. Well, then what the fuck is this that I'm putting in the? I don't. Where did you even get that? But look in the Twitch chat. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what. I don't know what that is, but I will. I will show you. Is it a movie or something? No. <laughs> the first thing that pops up is the first thing that pops up is a fucking RuneScape wiki, like under that link. Oh, that's the that's which the, wiki? Which the wiki? tasks like the uh, like RuneScape.fandom.com. Yeah, that's the when the achievement diary came out for the island. It's on. It looks. Anyways. Oh. Yeah. Hang on. I'll, I'll just put it in Discord for you. Anyways. People want something good, not something shit. And saying that, like, oh, people voted no on this bad thing means no one wants anything is just really stupid and a cop-out for them for not being able to make any interesting content for the last, like, eight years. So, yeah, look at voice spam. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, there is. I was going to say it was in 2013. All right. Uh, We got... Two questions here then uh, before we head out, but uh, one of them still part of the interview was Matt Kay. He stated that when shift click dropped past a poll, he feels like uh, lost touch with the community, uh, stating that clicking is what made the game balanced. Um, So do you think shift click drop was a bad update? It sounds like Matt Kay says that it was. Would you do you agree with him? I'm going to incorporate my answer here in the deleted question, which was a, like about bank stuff. And apparently, I haven't learned my lesson talking about this, so I'm going to voice my opinion again that anything that narrows the gap between people who use illegal programs to automate their mouse movement and people who use their actual mouse is good. Shift drop is good. Anything that makes banking easier is good, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I definitely think it was a a, a big update. Um, it, but it essentially it allowed people to do what people were already doing, and now just anyone can do it. Um, but I, I guess in a sense, it's definitely a, a it was a big turning point that now it's easily accessible to the masses. Yeah, I was never like a peer. Hey, it's easily accessible. You just download it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but, yes, but that is also a third party thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I was never really a purist to think like, oh, you know, the scale of dropping is what makes this method or this game good. I think it is good to make uh, things a little more accessible. What Ook, what's your opinion on people who say that it made the game easier? Shift drop? Yeah. Um, I don't really think it's much like, easier. Like, is that a valid argument, like, to be made in the first place? Uh, yeah, it's a valid argument. I don't agree with it, but yeah. some people may find that easier than using mouse. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it makes the game more fun. Like, I think mining and such and, like, the left-click bank for buyables is much more fun than they used to be. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, uh, I think that is a big aspect. But I disagree. That's a big aspect. Is just 
having people actually enjoy the game because it wasn't fun content to drop. You know, assuming you're not using HK. Like, that wasn't fun content. It was kind of just a, a relic of how it was previously. I don't think that ship quick drop was a bad update. I think I initially thought it was when it came out, but now it's been out for a while and getting to look at it um, through time. I think there is an R8 update. I know, uh, <clears throat> and like, I like the shift click drop for uh, like when I'm playing on the Surface Pro that I have. Uh, I can, you know, hold down uh, base and just tap my screen, you know, pretty much like turning the uh, laptop, you know, turning your laptop into like for those of you who play on mobile, how you just, you know, turn on that drop mode and you drop like that, you know. You can, you're able to get the same stuff on a Surface Pro for a long time before mobile came out. But I, I think that Shift Quick Drop was a good update. When Shift Quick Drop was first released for me, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of lost a lot of hope in the game. I felt like it was quite a pivotal moment in the advancement of OSRS for me. Um, I don't know, I just felt like it changed how the game felt so much. And um, you know, it was taking me a while to accept it. And I think uh, what Rook said was pretty interesting, that it narrows the gap between people doing stuff illegally. And I'm a lot more accepting of it nowadays. Uh, yeah, what Deco said about what Ook said is I, uh, something I didn't even think about, but uh, I really echo. I think that's a really good way of thinking about it. I, at first, I, I, I didn't know how to feel. I was like, oh, this, is, this, this makes things nicer. Like, I don't have to use AHK anymore. And to, to me, it felt a little more relaxed with certain skills. I, I do like how it opens up the ability to like, uh, play. Like, like, you'll see those people who will go like, uh, who, who are doing mining, who are doing... Um, granite and they can drop like nine granite in between rocks and it's like being able to see people do that with shift click and adding that kind of competitiveness or whatever you want to call it into the game i think is pretty cool i think the record's up to 11 now or 12 <laughs> that's insane Jeez. and i like i don't think you could have ever done that with ahk right thinking about no. kind of no. like the older methods that makes me think of a very you know it's basically the same thing like drop down an option or two and then yada yada um it's just make me think of like how good Bodhi is at like decanting potions manually. But I don't think that anything's really lost from that not needing to be done. That's... All right. It was it was a good interview though. I'm uh glad to see like some of the stuff that Mac like Matt K has been pretty vocal about uh his experience at Jagex now that he's you know removed himself from there. So it's been interesting to see him talk uh about certain things in this yeah, interview really is, with uh, how open he's been yeah i need to watch this full interview when i get a chance but uh just by like some of the stuff that he's been tweeting about like that's where i've kind of followed uh most of what he's been saying has been like through his tweets uh since he left but i think he's talked a lot about jagex as well on his stream i haven't watched because he's a horrifically boring streamer but there's been like clips and stuff from his stream where he's Trash Jagex a little, some of their I What does he do? A little bit of technique. What does he do now? 
All I know is he has some other job. I don't know what it is. He's probably yeah. Streaming didn't really work out for him. So, well, obviously, oh, yeah. being the product manager of a wildly popular and successful game, I feel like he had to have probably been making some good money for the six years that he was the manager for Ape. That, I think he actually touched on that. Like he's making significantly more in his really? new place. Yeah, I, I can. Because yeah, Jagex is known for well, yeah, really good. You have a similar numbers. position at a different company. You're making more money. Jagex is very uh, poor bang. It, it was it was crazy. Like he was talking about like how many people were trying to get him to work for them. Like I think he even got approached by like Google. But uh, wow. Also, just like talking about like. The administration kind of stuff, like he feel he said that he feels a lot more valued at his new company. Like he's been there less than a year, and already like he's been acknowledged, and he was voted like the third most influential person there. Yeah, g- gaming industry jobs often pay very little because like it's such a there's so many people who want to like have those jobs that they'll compete for those jobs and take less pay to get those jobs. I have I where I went to to college. I had a lot of people who were trying to go into game development, and it's it's a it's a dirty market to to be quite honest. Yeah, it's often seen as a dream job. A lot. Imagine you get to work on RuneScape, not knowing what you're getting into, and all of a sudden you have a bunch of sweaty nerds tweeting at you 15 hours a day. <laughs> what, what, a, what a horrible reality check when you get a job at Checkx. That, that, yeah, that, that's not part of the job description. But yeah, so for anyone, uh, I guess, more so listening, uh, if you haven't already, go go watch slash listen to at least the um, MK and Reach interviews. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll be talking about our Reach interview on the next uh, podcast. That one was a little bit longer. That interview was three hours and 40 minutes. That's like up there with like... That'd be like top five longest uh, like Hex's podcast in terms of playing. So, I think Matt's was like three ten or something. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll be covering the Reach interview next podcast. Uh, next podcast will probably be in like three weeks. Um, follow us on Twitter at Hexus for uh, updates on what's going on, or you can join our. Uh, um, you can join our Discord where. You know, I post in there, um, so like it's op- open to the public for people to. You have some limited access, but you can uh, view some channels in there. Um, you know, updates on the podcast will be posted in there as well. So, looking about three weeks or so, end end of uh, February. Look for next one. Um, before we uh, close out here, what's everyone been up to during the podcast? Uh, I'm Slayer right now. It hit 190 mil today, so hey. 10 more days or so. What's the plan Legend. after? Uh, I'm going to do mining for as long as I enjoy it. That could be it could be 50 mil XP. That could be the whole way. That could be 1 mil XP. I have no idea. <laughs> I've been uh, just making some rune 2Hs and killing some rune dragons. I am the visual... I am Herblor. Good stuff. And also, I'm just thinking ahead. You said three weeks. So we'll definitely be, I know, talking about the uh, birthday event. If they actually don't forget to do it like they did April Fool's <laughs> last year. Yeah, I, 
part part of the re I'd like to see what they come out with and discuss it. Uh can't wait. Yeah, so the seven year birthday uh is February twenty second, twenty twenty. Um uh, so probably have it a couple days or like the week after that to discuss whatever event it is that they have going on for it. Um, I've just been uh, training agility. Um, trying to get 178 mil today. Uh, my high scores page has not actually updated in like 26 hours or something. So that's pretty recent. Yeah. Mine hasn't updated for like. <laughs> like <laughs> no, like I'm like like my. Are you are you talking like the actual high scores high scores page like, or yeah? Oh wow. Well, yeah, because I mean, I got like 700k more XP than what it uh, is actually yeah. showing on the high scores, and they're not I'd have showing to check. on there at all. I'd have to check, but I, I know I was at least like 4 mil off. It might be more now, since I have wow. been logged in for a few hours. I need to remove the boss high scores, put it on its own. Yeah, put it on it's, its, been, it's been so it, bad ever since October. Put it on its own separate uh, file, like page source or something. Uh, I am 270 degrees reclined and using my new <laughs> triple foot. Pedal. Wait, hold on. From what reference point? Hold on. My you head is touching. Is your spine, is your spine Damn, broken? This dude is reclined. <laughs> <laughs> He's folding back on himself like a chair himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm using my oh, new triple foot like pedal. Uh, making some gains. Oh, God, yeah. No, that means your back is broken. How much did you pay for the triple foot pedal? It was about twenty pound, which is like thirty dollars. That's yeah. not bad. Wait, what are you using a pedal for? Uh, thieving, gem thieving. Why do you have three? Because my right leg aches a little bit after an hour, so then switch, switch my left foot. foot. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so wide that. Uh, you know, I have one pedal hovering over my right foot and one over my left foot. Why well, you are strapped into the battle station? <laughs> you have a pedal for each foot. You are dude's, dude's wearing an adult diaper and has an IV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna get two hundred mil thieving, I think. Nice. I've uh, I've been hitting the pond and drinking some water. Remember to stay hydrated. Oh, good call. Good call. Oh yeah. Drink some water, boys. Stay hydrated. Next podcast will Please be in a... <laughs> next podcast. Next podcast will be in a couple weeks. Follow us on Twitter at Hexus or join our Discord. Uh, get updates on it. Submit some topics on. Uh, um, some topics for the next podcast on Discord or in the description on YouTube. Um, the it, uh, this podcast may not go out on. Uh, like the Spotify and all that other stuff, I gotta still look into the switching over of services for that. But yeah, but thanks for watching the seventy fifth Hexes podcast. Catch you boys for seventy six in a few weeks. See ya. See ya. Bye. Handshake.